If you've been listening to my show for a while, you know how I like to talk about a gut biome test. I call it a fancy poop test. It's a fancy name for a poop test. And it's going to tell us what the ecosystem is in your gut. And why that's important is since food's the best medicine, it's going to tell us, here are your superfoods just for you to eat. Here are the foods for you to avoid. And here's everything else. Eat this a lot. Eat this a little. Now, my team has been very busy and they got an amazing deal for anybody that wants to do this test. You can do it at home. You don't need a doctor's orders. All you have to do is just go to Viome, V as in Victor, I-O-M as in Mary, E.com biome.com. And at checkout, use the secret code, Julie Ryan, and you'll get more than 50% off. Don't put any spaces in there, just Julie Ryan. It's an amazing test. It's going to give you tons of information. I've done it several times myself, and you're going to be thrilled with the information you get because it'll give you a program just for you. Give it a whirl. Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And we have a boatload of callers on the phone tonight, so it'll be fun to see what their questions are and see what the spirits and beyond have to tell us as far as answers to their questions. In the meantime, just a quick reminder, this is the last show of February, and you know what that means. Next week, next Thursday, I'm going to give away a free session. So you still have time to enter the drawing. All you have to do is rate this podcast. Go to ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie, and then uh you can put a, put a rating in there. I appreciate the five-star reviews. If you're doing it, I mean, five-star would be great. And your comments, and then uh, I will do a drawing and somebody will win a free one-hour session with me. So that's always fun when that happens. So remember, ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie and put your your rating in there. And then I really put little pieces of paper in a plastic bag and I close my eyes and I draw one out. I'm a weenie about it, but it's fun. And it's always fun to see who who the winner is. And then I'll announce it next week on this show. All right, let's go to the phones. And our first guest, actually, it's two guests are Yvonne and Phil. Hi, Yvonne and Phil. Hi, Julie. Hey, Julie. How are Hi, you? guys. I'm well. Hi. How are you guys? Fantastic. They are, uh, <laughs> Yvonne has a show, you guys, called The Unknown Zone, and it's on YouTube, and Phil is her sidekick, kind of like the Ed McMahon to Johnny Carson, right? Hey, now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and, and Yvonne, Yvonne is a, uh, a comedian, 
he finds a comedian, you guys, and I was on her show, I don't know, what, two or three weeks ago? I think it was right before yeah. Valentine's Day. Yes. Something like right. that. It was actually it was right? Super Bowl Sunday. It was Super Bowl Sunday. Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday, right. you're right. That's right. And I think That's Julie, right. Yeah, I think absolutely. You inadvertently, Julie, picked that the Super Bowl was going to be a boring event, even though you weren't asked. <laughs> <laughs> I did? Did I say that? Yeah. I didn't think it was boring because I wanted Brady to win, so I thought it was great. But it was one side. I think it was me that thought it was boring. I think you got that wrong, Phil. I don't think you're remembering it correctly. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, so I tell everybody. Tell everybody. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I've been to several. They're really fun. I like college football better, but Super Bowls are, you know, I mean, pro Pro football is fun too, but college football is really fun. That's my fave. Tell everybody, you guys, about your show. Well, let's see. I'll, I'll try to do the short version. Um, I, I've I've been doing the show eleven years. Um, it's on YouTube. It's also on Brooklyn and Manhattan Public Access. Um, Phil has been with with the show what about four years now, Phil? Maybe a little longer, but that's about right. Maybe a little longer. So I've had different incarnations. I kind of started it with just my friends in show business. Um, and we, it just evolved. It's, it became about, I interviewed, I've interviewed documentary, uh, filmmakers, uh, other comedians, um, people I play cards with, which is how I met Phil. And, um, and lately a lot of, uh, intuitives and I've been focusing on intu intuition and health, which is hilarious. <laughs> Not well, really, but you know, we look at the funny side. Uh, well, and I think the fun thing about comedy, and people say to me all the time, you seem like you're having so much fun when you do this woo-woo stuff. And I say, well, I do because it's based in love and love is fun. You know, spirits based in love. So the stuff that, that I do, I'm having fun doing it all day because I'm at a really high vibe and that's where joy and, and fun and laughter and, you know, and universal intelligence and guidance and all of that is, but it's, it's just fun. So I thought it was interesting when you, uh, and I talked for the first time, you guys, Yvonne was a client. We did a private session first, right, Yvonne? Yes. And yes, then which is we talked about that you you had a show and then talked about my being a guest. I was so honored to be on your show. And and so I thought it was such a great combination to combine comedy and woo woo. You know what? I loved it. And I thought you it, I thought the show just flowed. And I thought what was amazing was that that you said in the beginning you were going to lower your vibration and what I actually thought happened was that you raised our vibration. I told you I was gonna lower my vibration? That doesn't sound like something <laughs> I, I, I mean, why did I say that? No, I thought she I was pretty sure she said she was gonna lower her IQ. <laughs> lower my IQ. <laughs> okay, that was it. it. <laughs> that was it. Well yeah. Uh, because okay. because that's why Phil's here. Just let your listeners know we have three episodes with you in it, Julie, and they're already out. They're out there already. Yes. One yeah. And they're on 
Right. And we've got them um, linked on all my social media. So you guys, when I was telling them I was getting my IQ lowered, what I was talking about is when my hair needs to be blonded, I call it, I need to go get my IQ lowered. And because <clears throat> when my hair starts getting dark, then I just get smarter and I just don't know what to do with myself. So I have to go get my IQ lowered. So that's, thank you, Phil, for remembering that. I can't imagine saying You're I'm going to lower my vibration. No, I crank it up that, that pretty good. Remembering incorrectly. Yeah. Well, you know, Can you tell well, these guys? The thing, yeah, no, I think the thing is with with the show is that, you know, it's not necessarily highbrow humor. So I felt honored to have a guest of your stature on the show. Oh, so please. I thought oh, you please. might need to do that just to, you know, fit in. But I thought it oh, you please. didn't need to, and you didn't. <laughs> I thought we had so yeah. much fun. We did, and I you mean, kept saying, "Can we? Can we keep recording?" And I kept saying, "Yeah." And you said, "Okay, I'm I just going to make another episode." So, because your okay, episodes are what? That's the longest ep- episode I've ever done in my 11 years. Oh my gosh! I'm so on the time flew by so fast as well. It did. It, it was really fun. Did. And we, everybody, it's worth listening to because I scanned Phil, right? I scanned yes, you. Did. And didn't we talk to it? We talked to a deceased loved one of yours. Is that what we yes. did? Yes, yeah. we did. We, we, we and, did. And Julie, you asked me how it was his wife's father. And you asked me uh, where I thought the father got in touch, was, was hanging around her. And I said, while well, she does laundry, and you said, that's what you've, you had the same exact thought. It was so cool. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I got that. It is so, it's so funny uh, when I get random things like that. It, it, Cause Bill, you asked, where do, where is my father-in-law hang around my wife? And I got, when she's doing laundry, and I thought that just sounds so bizarre, but I don't edit anything I get. I just convey what I get. I figure, who am I to edit? you know, what the information is I'm getting. And when you said, well, yeah, and Yvonne, you got the same thing. It was awesome. And, you know, I love what you you said because I, I'm so into the intuition. I have a sister who's also an intuitive and a medium. And um, we we practice it. And when you said it's the first thought, you know, because yeah. I know how the ego mind can come in. That was such helpful uh, information. Right. It's as soon as you, it's, it's as fast as you can snap your finger. And when you get used to doing it for a while, what you're going to find is that when you're making a statement or a question, that the answer is going to start coming in halfway through your question, even before it's out of wow. your brain cells. And so, yeah. you know, it comes in really fast like that. And as Julie, well. I wanted to thank you for being so patient with me because I'm a newbie to all this. And I think maybe it's possible to let your listeners know that to ask the specific questions because I was so like I don't know what, what to ask. I like uh, and you were helping me along so well. So I was thinking maybe you could remind your listeners who have a frequently asked questions on your webpage about the kind of the questions that you're looking to to be specific or the kind of questions that help because uh, I don't want people to be like me like oh uh, you know like oh I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it was scary. I was scared. <laughs> no, you were not. Julie, yeah. Julie, can I just ask you a quick question? That This is a, sure. a little mystery. 
Um, yes. We, we play we play cards together, and a friend of ours unfortunately passed away recently. Mm-hmm. And he came to play cards with us. We play online, and we hadn't seen him for like over a year. He played with us one night, and then the next week he passed away, and we don't oh. know how. Mm-hmm. Stroke. Stroke. I'm, I'm getting. Sorry. Is that possible? Broke. Stroke. Oh, had a stroke. stroke. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. That's what came in. Came in right as you were asking the question, what I was describing before. Well, tell everybody where they can find you real fast in the minute we have yes, left. And thank you for that. Absolutely. Um, I'm on YouTube, the Unknown Zone Talk Show. Um, and if you happen to be in the tri-state area, you can also watch us on TV in Brooklyn and New York, uh, Manhattan. Uh, Brooklyn is every other Friday at, uh, I'm trying to remember, 1.30 a.m. We're a late, late night show. Um, and Manhattan, okay. I'm on every other Monday at 1.30 a.m. Perfect. Perfect. Well, thanks so much for joining us. And uh, we'll put all that information in the show notes. Stay with us, everybody. We're going to go to break. We'll be right back. All right. Let's go to the phones again. And our next caller is Carol. Hi, Carol. Hi, Julie. I can't believe I'm talking are you, to girl? you. I'm so happy. Uh, me too. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm okay. I mean, the good news is I'm talking to you, which just makes me so happy because I think you're amazing, but it's kind of a crazy time. So I was hoping you could give me some insight on what's going on. Sure. Tell us, please tell us where you're, where you're located. I am in New Jersey and um, I'm calling about my dad who is in an assisted living in Connecticut. And he okay. seems to have, you know, sort of hit the wall, and I think he's spiraling. I just want to know where he is and what I can do. Okay. What's, What's his on? name, Carol? What's his name? Keith. 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 Okay. All right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to you energetically and from you, then I'm going to connect to your dad. And how this works is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit. Because we're all spirits attached to a body, having a human experience. And when we're attached to a body, our spirit vibrates more slowly simply because the body has mass. I use analogies a lot to describe this woo-woo stuff. And I always say, imagine trying to to run an electrical current through a bowl of pudding. (laughs) It's going to slow it down. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what I think of with the body having mass. So I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to watch a laser beam come from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama. It's going to hook into you up in New Jersey, and then it will go to your dad in Connecticut, and we'll see what's going on. If he's dying, I will see the 12 phases of transition and which phase Mm -hmm. he's in. If he's not, then I'll ask his permission and see if he'll let me scan him. Unless you just, do you just have questions that you want to ask him or do you want me to check on him medically or what are you thinking? Yeah, I wanted you to check out where he is. I I think he's transitioning. I don't know. I just, yeah, I want to know what I can do. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading up to you in Jersey. Could you tell that Yvonne and Phil are from New York? They're from Brooklyn. Could you tell? <laughs> yeah, I could tell. <laughs> I figured those are those are close to your people there in New Jersey. <laughs> oh, 
It's fun to hear those accents. I don't know uh, if I sound like I'm from, I'm from Joyzy, but. Joyzy. Yeah. All right. Got you. Coming down to your dad. All right. Got your dad. All right. He's in phase seven of 12. Carol. So mm-hmm. let me explain what that looks like. Phase seven is, uh, his spirit's out of his body. It hangs onto the top of the, the body, the head. Actually, it looks like a cartoon caption bubble that you'd see the words or the mm-hmm. thoughts of a cartoon character in. And then he has his parents. How old is your dad, Carol? He's 97. Oh, God love him. His parents' spirits are at his feet. And, uh, and then they're anchoring a horseshoe of angels that go out on either side of him. And then there are several rows of other spirits that are there and, and spirits of pets that are there. And then there's an angel on either side of this cartoon caption bubble. And by the way, these illustrations are on my website, askjulieryan.com. Just click on the the 12 phases of transition. Have you read my book, Angelic Attendance, yet? Yes. It's amazing. Amazing. Okay, good. So if you have that, you can just refer to that or or if you want to do it quickly, just go on my site. So let's ask him the three questions I always ask. Keith, are you ready to go? Yes. Are you in pain sometimes? What do you need? Uh, he's telling me different kinds of candy. Is he eating? Oh, he's a diabetic. Okay. Oh, he's a so diabetic. Of course so he's gonna of um, course he's gonna ask for candy. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Different kinds of candy. What the heck? <laughs> At this stage, give him candy. Give him whatever he I wants. Know. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's really going to be the best thing to do. And people say to me, yeah, but it's so bad for them. And I always say, listen, at that stage when listen. they're dying, give them what they want. What the heck? Exactly. And he's 97. So, yes, I certainly yeah, will. Absolutely. So, Find out, can you go see him? Do they have the, is he in a, a nursing home or a hospice he, facility? He's in a or? living and I am going to go Monday. I believe I can see him actually. But yeah, this whole okay. uh, COVID has been so hard for old elderly people. I feel like it took all the mojo out of them. So yeah, yeah. Well, anyway. the, the thing that you can do, Carol, is... Uh, just ask in your mind's eye, what phase of transition is my dad in? You're going to get an answer like what I was talking with Yvonne and Phil about. It's really fast. It'll come in really fast. And you'll hear phase yeah. nine, phase eight, phase whatever. When he's going through the different phases fairly quickly, he's about halfway through in seven. Uh, then you'll know that you need to, you need to be heading down there. By the time he's in phase nine, you're, you're wanting to get the family in there. Right. To see him. Okay. okay. Thank you. All right. So much. You're I, welcome. I have such admiration for you, and I really appreciate you taking my call. Oh, you sweet girl. Thanks so much for those kind comments. I really appreciate no, thank it. Thank you. All right. Bye. Hang in there. Okay. Take care. Take care. You Bye. too. Bye bye. All right. Let's go to Amy next. Hi, Amy. Hi, Amy. Hi, Julie. Hi, Julie. How are you? How are you? Hi, I'm well. I'm well. I'm calling from St. Petersburg, Florida. Well, terrific. How are things down there? Um, Warm, which is really, really lovely, considering 
I know. It's all the so snow cold that's everywhere all else. So I feel so, so blessed. <laughs> Me too. I went for a walk in shorts and a t shirt this morning in Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah. It was great because yeah. we had snow yeah. last um, week. So I know. It, it, it lasted about two hours. <laughs> yeah. It's really fun when that, yeah. when that happens. So, well, you got a question for me? I do. I do. I'm calling about my yellow lab, Jack, and you featured him on your blog last fall. Your, it was called Frisbee Jack. And, um, yes. and then we had an in, an in-person session in last November. And, um, last year we were talking about his shoulder injuries from Frisbee. Amy, I'm going to need to, I'm going to need to hold you over. We're going to go take a quick break and then I'll pick you up on the, on the other side. So stay with us, everybody. We'll be right back. go back to Amy from St. Petersburg and she was talking about her golden lab jack. So Amy, thanks for hanging with us during the break. What What's going on with Jack? Hi, Julie. Well, um, just a quick aside. This is funny. I Jack heard us talking and came over to sit right by me. So um, I talk to his soul all the time. So it actually seems like he's excited that we're talking. Um, so he uh, had an MRI last week, and the results mm-hmm. were a nerve a nerve sheath tumor in his brachial mm-hmm. plexus area, and um, it's it's causing him some significant pain. And um, so it's it's not a good prognosis for something like that because they need to they need to remove the tumor and have really wide margins. And in his case, that would mean amputation of his. Of oh, jeez. Whole front left leg, including his shoulder and shoulder blade. So, you know, making him a a tripod dog, which dogs do. You know, there's a whole tripod community of dogs out there and their owners. And, um, a lot of them do really, really well. So, um, that's option one. And then option two is humane euthanasia because of the pain Mm -hmm. and and that he's in and, and the disability that this tumor has caused for him. So, I just want to make the best decision for Jack. I love him to death and would do anything for him. And, um, but I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to take his leg just to keep my heart from breaking. And, but if he, if he really wants to stay and and give it a go, I am committed to doing that with him and Mm -hmm. we're committed to doing the hardest thing I've ever had to do, which is, you know, to say that his life is done. So I would just like to hear from him and see. Okay. If he can give us and remind me, success. remind me how old he is, Amy. He is, he's 10. Uh, he'll be 11 in May. Okay. And he was an athlete dog, right? He was a Frisbee yeah. dog, if I remember. He played yeah. crazy, crazy Frisbee every day. <laughs> crazy Frisbee and competed playing Frisbee, right? Um, he didn't compete playing frisbee. He did some agility competitions, but it was it was really more for fun. But he was so good okay. that people would gather around and watch him. Yeah. Okay. So what I've done is I've connected to you energetically and from you to Jack. So let's ask him some questions. So Jack, do you want Amy to euthanize you? Yes. Do you want to go through surgery to have your leg amputated. <laughs> okay. Well, he said, hell no, is what came in. No. I don't know that I've oh, ever heard a dog no. say hell okay. no, before. hell no, not just no, but hell no. So uh, that's pretty emphatic. And I think he said that just wow. for, for emphasis. Uh, 
When yeah. will Amy know when the time is right? He's saying as soon as you can. Oh. So he must be in a tremendous amount of pain. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, his I'm spirit really is out of his body, but, Amy. His spirit's out of his body that? like what I was his spirits out of his body, like what I was just oh. talking with Carol about with her dad. Yeah. Animals, yeah. animals aren't surrounded by angels and, and their litter mates, <laughs> deceased litter yeah. mate puppies and stuff, but, but their spirit hangs on to the top of their head like humans, uh-huh. uh, spirits do. And his spirit is out of his body right now. So I'm unable to oh. scan him medically because the energy source is the spirit. And when the spirit's hanging on top of the head in the cartoon caption configuration, that's a power, the power source. So, uh, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. Did you have questions for him? Um, is there, well, I'm, I'm surprised, but, um, and is, is it because he's in so much pain that he's ready to go? He's in pain. He's in pain and he doesn't want to go through the surgery. Yeah. 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 Is he afraid? So, is he afraid of the euthanasia? Is it scary for no, him? No. No. Not at all. Not at all. He said not that'll be the easiest thing. That'll be the easiest thing. It's going to be way harder on you than on him. He said he just goes to sleep. Okay. No, it's really easy yeah. for him. And he's saying his spirit will be around you all the time. And you know how to talk to him. You know how you like you do now. You just say something yeah. to him and he's going to answer you. It's going to feel like it's a thought in your head. He says you're going to yeah. think you feel him. You're going to think you hear him. And that will be absolutely correct. You will hear him and you will, mm-hmm. out of the corner of your eye, you'll think you see him and and think that you hear him around you. Okay. So, yeah, he's okay. saying as soon as you can get an appointment. Oh, okay. So I don't know. I don't know what your vet is saying about that but that's that's what he's telling me at this time okay okay is there an, i know I that's not what you want to hear organization called lap of love that comes to your home mm-hmm. um this we're i'm in a weird personal situation with a divorce and all kinds of stuff and i live in a rental with him does he have any preference for where where we would do it because we are we're not living in our home right now and I don't know if that matters to him to want to be in his home no it doesn't matter but it's an interesting question and his answer is even more interesting Amy because he said he wants you to keep his ashes and bury his ashes with you when you're buried really sweet as that yeah 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 interesting okay so yeah so I hope that all helps so he wants to be cremated I guess he wants to be cremated and he wants you to keep his ashes and then bury his ashes with you. So good luck with all of that. Thanks so much for okay. calling in. Thank and you so much. We're Julie. sending you some big hugs. You bet. Thank you. Thank you. Sending you hugs. Right. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Let's go to Brittany next. Hi, Brittany. Hey there. How are you? Hi. I'm well. How are you? Hi. Good. Thank you. This is great. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. Please Uh, tell everybody where you're located. Sure. I'm from Southern California. Okay. Terrific. We had a um, session in December and I just kind of wanted to ask another question and then like a follow-up question. Okay. 
Well, if you can limit okay. it to one, I'd appreciate it just because I'm going to try and get as many people on as I can. So okay, what's your sure. what's your most pressing what's your most pressing question? <laughs> I guess um, to, to what do you see in store for my uh, future romantic life partner? Like when or where or who it would be? Do you have any? Do you get any insight from my guides or anyone else? Yeah, the same thing that I got when we talked at our private session, which is you're going to be with somebody <laughs> who's like a. What did I tell you? Like a colonel or or a navy, I don't know, captain or a right below general or admiral. You're going to be with somebody who's who's in the navy or in the marines or something like that. And uh, have you gone out with some military guys that are officers? Um, not yet. The people who were okay. retired who served, but that's fine. I mean, that's fine. Um. Once you're but a colonel, no you're I... always a colonel. Oh, uh, I think just someone like who's in the army or the Marines in their twenties, but are now out of it, and so they're in, doing something else completely different. Yeah, um, yeah. But like I said, once you're an officer in the military, then you always keep that rank. It's not like you slide yeah. back. <laughs> I actually didn't feel the connection for the people that um, I have just kind of gone on a couple of days with. So I'm thinking uh-huh. it's probably someone new. Yeah, I haven't great. Met yet. Great. Okay. So you remember you that four-letter word? Do you remember that four-letter word that I told you when we talked? <laughs> you guys, my, my, my dating and... Do you want you to... Okay, well, good. I'm glad you called in. My dating advice yeah. uh, includes a four-letter word. And uh, Randall, the my magic man behind the curtain... Here it's it's clean. The four letter word is next, next. Who's next? Oh, okay. You know, it's fun. <laughs> Got You're it. supposed to just see <laughs> who's next. Remember that four letter word, and and remember the things that you like about the guys uh, with whom you go out, and then and then say, oh gosh, he was. I liked all this stuff about him, and then I'd like to add this and this, and then that's how you're creating. You're manifesting your man and he's coming to you. So just make it fun. Yeah. When you try and control when and how and, and where and all of that, then you're stopping the flow. So just go with the flow and just, just remember next. So it doesn't have to be somebody that's active military. It can be somebody who's out, but that was their rank when they were in the military. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. All right, girl, let us know when you meet him. Uh, okay. I will. Thank you. Send us pictures from the wedding. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thanks for calling, okay, Brittany. Bye bye. All right. Let's go to Angelica next. Hi, Angelica. Hi, Angelica. Are you there? Hi. Yeah. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm well. How are you doing? Great girl. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. Where are you? Where are you located? I am in Capitola, California. Oh, wonderful. I have a very dear friend who's about to turn 89 who has a daughter named Capitola, and she had a grandmother named Capitola. So she named her daughter Capitola, and they call her Cappy for short. Isn't that fun? I think that's adorable. That's really cute. I know it. 
I know it. And, you know, down here in the South, they get real creative with names. So. Oh, that's the best thing about the South. All their, you know, double names they have down there. Oh, I know. Mayor Beth and Mayor Margaret and Mayor Francis and Mary, Mary Angelica. Speaking, speaking of which, uh, Mary Angelica, I'm going to need to hold you over for the break and I'll pick you up on the other side. Stay with us, everybody. We'll be right back and see what Angelica has to ask us. Okay, before the break, we were talking with Angelica from Capitola, California. So, Angelica, you got a question for me? I do, Julie. Um, for the yes, last ma'am. few years, I have had really bad um, Charlie horses, muscle cramps in my feet, toes, and calves. And they've been moving up my body to my midsection where they're happening in my stomach um, and in my chest area. And I can't oh, wow. move. I kind of can't breathe. My, I had a cat, uh, a spasm two nights ago in the middle of the night. And I'm like a, a fish out of water, screaming, yelling for help. I feel like someone's stabbing me in my calf. It's, it's excruciating. So it scares me because I can't walk the next day because it's kind of tender to the touch and kind of bulges out. It's disgusting. So can you tell me, help me? Because my doctors, I've done everything alternatively, taking herbs and stuff and vitamins, magnesium. Magnesium is what comes to mind initially. Let me get you on my radar, Angelica. Let me see what's going on. So here we go comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama. Heading to you in California. All right, got you shooting energy from your feet up through the top. Well, interesting. Your ligaments and stuff look like they're all stretched. It's look like they're spasming and they're it's like if you had a piece of elastic and you have it stretched all the way, you know, as far mm-hmm. as you can stretch it. That's what they look like. What the heck is going on with that? Let me get that released. So, you know those old-fashioned, uh, when you watch in the movies and they have those big levers that you can put up and down to turn on power and turn it off? Yeah. Like those big uh-huh. breakers in an industrial building. I just watched the equivalent of that happen to you on your body. And what it did was it relaxed it. So what's causing the stress response from the ligaments? I get not enough magnesium, so add as much magnesium as you can and, you know, till you get the runs because you use too much of that stuff and it'll have you (laughs) sitting in the bathroom all day, which is not very productive. Uh, uh, No, I didn't know that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Epsom salt. Baths is a, those are really good ways to get magnesium into your body fast because that's magnesium. And I, just, uh, I do know, that all the time. And yeah. which, so it's just the lack of magnesium that's causing this. I mean, I'm that's not. What I'm getting. That's what I'm getting. But I'm walking too much. No, no, this is this is a, a lack of magnesium. So why isn't the magnesium? 
why isn't your body processing the magnesium? All right, I'm watching a DNA healing happen. I see two strands of DNA that have just come out of a chromosome. And the strands of DNA, Angelica, look like they remind me of pieces of paper that you find on the inside of a fortune cookie with the fortune written on them. And they're, oh, right. they have, DNA is the recipe that tells the cells how to behave. And they have a combination of four letters, A, T, C, G. I'm watching those letters get resequenced, which is correcting a mutation that's there, two strands. So a strand of DNA can have a hundred thousand letters on it. It can have up to a billion letters. Have you ever played Scrabble? The word game? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So imagine I'm watching a Scrabble game with your DNA get resequenced in warp speed Wow, is what I'm watching happen. So then the strand just snaps back in to your chromosome. So the first one's already snapped back in. The second one's reconfiguring. You've been exposed to something that's caused some kind of a mutation that's not absorbing uh, the magnesium. You may want to research that. And uh, if we if we had more time, it could be mold. Absolutely, that's come in two or three times. Are you are you living in a moldy environment or working in one? I was living in San Francisco in the sunset, and then in Pacifica. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the one in the sunset had horrendous mold. I had to move out as soon as I moved yeah. in. Yeah, and yes. that was years ago, though. Yes. Well, but it can it can mess up your DNA. And so what we're watching is we're watching a mutation correction that I just watched okay. happen. So um, I'm not seeing mold in your system right now, but certainly Good. it could have caused that. Have you had this for a while? You know, I started thinking about it. Um, no, it's only been in the last few years. I've gone through some okay. really bad relationships and um, lawsuits and financial stuff. And it was really stressful. And it's still not completely over the lawsuits and um, stuff. So I've been figuring all of this was due to stress. Stress can exacerbate it, certainly. But I, you research it. Do some research. And then schedule a private session with me. And then we'll have a whole hour to do a deep dive and find out what's going on and see what we can do to to, uh, help you with that. But in the short run, the DNA healing should help and pound as much magnesium as you can. Okay. Thank you for taking my okay. call. I really appreciate it. You bet. Thanks for calling in. All right. Let's go to Candy next. Hi, Candy. Hello, Julie. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I'm well. Thanks. Please tell everybody where you're located. Yeah. Calling from Australia. Well, my gosh, we're talking to you real time in the future. Yes, indeed. It's Friday over there. It's Friday there. It's It's Thursday here, but it's It's Friday Friday there. Yes. Well, (laughs) terrific. Do you have a question for me? Yes, please, Julie. I do have an appointment with you, but however, it's in the end of the May. But I really wanted to ask you this quick question for my Rupert, uh, Ateria. And he has yes. some skin problems. And he, I think it's a skin problem because he's been scratching, uh, quite frequently. And, um, he did have periodic 
blood tests at the vet, but they just could not pinpoint anything. Um, so I was hoping that if you would be able to scan him and um, see what was going on with his skin. Yeah, he has a type of what we would call psoriasis. I went ahead and got him on my radar while you were talking, Candy. Uh, changes food. Have you tried different foods with him? He's having yes, a reaction to his food. Yeah, he's having a reaction to his food. Through the whole last year, I have changed the food, but it didn't seem to be working. I, I changed because I, I consulted the vet as well, and um, so they suggest mm-hmm. a different brand of foods, um, Royal Cane and other food, but it just didn't seem to be working. So I was hoping I would try some, to see if... Try some more. Try some different brands. Keep trying different foods. It's his food. He's allergic to it. So, allergic to food. Okay. Uh-oh. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for calling. Stay with us, everybody. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll get more people on the phone and see what their questions are. Have you ever heard of Cozy Earth Bedding? It's your ultimate luxury escape. Cozy Earth sheets are temperature regulating and incredibly soft, and they even have a 10-year warranty. They're made from organic bamboo and silk, are hypoallergenic, and even antimicrobial. Cozy Earth sheets are so amazing, they've been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row, and I have them on my bed right now. So, if you're ready to elevate your sleep, Cozy Earth has a special offer just for my listeners. Go to CozyEarth.com and use the code AskJulie for a 35% discount. That's C-O-Z-Y-Earth.com and use code AskJulie for a 35% discount. Upgrade your sleep with Cozy Earth Bedding. I love them and so will you. All right. Well, welcome back. Let's... uh go back to the phones here in a couple of minutes, but first, just wanted to remind you, we do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. The call-in number is 712-775-7035, and the access code is 483-620-POUND. Now, this information is available on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and in the show notes. You can download the show anywhere you get your podcasts, and we're also on YouTube and Alexa, so just say to Alexa, Hey, Alexa, play the Ask Julie Ryan show, and she'll do it. Please remember to subscribe and leave a review at ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. Remember, if you rate the podcast, you got a really good chance of winning a free session with me in the drawing that will announce the winner next week, the first Thursday of every month. Calling details can also be found on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest at Ask Julie Ryan. We always post a note the day of the show with the call-in information. So uh, if you're thinking that you want to call in, we, we're trying to make it easy for you. Also, while you're on AskJulieRyan.com, be sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter. It's a question somebody submitted online along with my answer. And in the body of the email, we have the call-in information there as well. And when you're on AskJulieRyan.com, you can schedule an appointment with me. And the trick is go ahead and get on my calendar. And then when you get your confirmation email, when you think of it, click the reschedule button and you'll be able to see if any appointments have opened up. 
that are sooner. It happens all the time. It happens every week. Somebody reschedules and an earlier appointment opens up. So hopefully you'll be able to get that. And then you can sign up for my training, Angelic Attendant Training at AskJulieRyan.com. April's class is full. July's class is more than half full. So if you're thinking of joining us, please go ahead and and do that because that will fill up. So everything you need to know can be found at AskJulieRyan.com. All right, here's our question this week. And it comes from Kayla. And Kayla says, hi, Julie. Kayla lives in Minneapolis, by the way. And she says, hi, Julie. Can someone start to leave their body to transition and then have it be reversed with a healing? Not reversed with a healing, but can they reverse through and completely out of the phases of transition? I've read your book, Angelic Attendance, recently and was curious about that because of my own experience of feeling like I had started to transition in the past while I was so unwell in 2016. I also have your books for kids and read them to my nephews. Thanks, Kayla. So here's my response. Hi, Kayla. What a great question. Thanks for reading my books and for sharing angel messages for kids and angel messages for dogs with your nephews. I'm so honored. I love that. And anybody that's listening, if your kids have read angel messages for kids or angel messages for dogs, send them to me either in an email or even better, send them to me, post them in Instagram and just tag me, ask Julie Ryan, or post them on Facebook and tag me, ask Julie Ryan, and then I'll... I'll go ahead and put them up on my sites, on all my social media sites. So I would love that if those of you that have kids, if you'd send me some pictures of your kids reading reading the kids, my kids' books. I went on to say, it's been my experience in working with countless families going through a loved one's final days that dying people can and sometimes do reverse course in the 12 phases of transition. This isn't necessarily due to a healing, rather, it's because the person decides they want to experience more of their human life before they die. Our spirits are the power source for our bodies, which is why when our spirit detaches from our body at the time of death, our body stops working. As someone is dying and in one of the 12 phases of transition, I'm unable to do an energetic healing on them because their spirit's out of their body and attached to the top of their head in a bubble configuration. See the illustrations. That's what I was talking about earlier with uh, our caller, Carol, whose dad's dying, and also Amy, whose dog is dying. Um, it, I can't do a healing because it's like looking at an x-ray in a pitch black room without electricity. You, you can't see anything on the x-ray. So uh, in both instances, I'm, I'm unable to see inside the body due to a lack of power from the spirit or due to a lack of electricity when looking at a, an x-ray. Hope this clarifies things for you. So wonderful question, Kayla. Thanks for submitting it. And I think it's one that a lot of us don't think about, that when somebody's in one of the phases of transition, is that just set? Are they just going to advance? And I see, not often, but I've seen many, many times over the years where somebody will go backwards in phases and then they'll go forwards. And then sometimes people are in phase 11, they're ready to die and they decide they don't want to die. And then a friend of my brother Jay's, he had this happen, gosh, 15 years ago. And uh, he was in phase 11. I didn't think he was going to make it out of the operating room. He was having surgery performed on him and 
he's up walking around 15 years later and practicing law. So you just never know. It's it's always an adventure, no matter what's going on. But our spirits are the ones that decide that. And we decide when we go, where we go, how we go, who's with us when we go, and what all the circumstances are surrounding that. So I had a client today that was feeling guilty because they didn't resuscitate her dad. And he was in his 90s. And and uh, I said, I, I just hate to break it to you, but you're not that powerful. You don't have that kind of control over anybody except yourself. Our spirits are in total control. So I think that gave her some peace when I said that to her. Okay, let's go back to the phones. And our next caller is Christine. Hi, Christine. Hello. Um, I'm Hi. In, uh, I'm in Prescott, Arizona. And I wondered if you could look at my chakras and see if you could seal them up some way because I keep getting unwanted uh, dark energy beings and that's disruptive to my body. Well, first of all, dark energy beings are just uh, a vibration that is, there's no evil spirits. There are no evil spirits. There's no evil anything. All spirits are pure love. And so when we feel like there are dark energies around us, they don't exist. It's just what we've been taught to think by religions and cultures and civilizations. And it's been used to control the masses. What I will do is I will look at your filters on your chakras, which are all the chakras, for those of you that don't know, they're energy centers in the body. And there are seven main ones that line up in the front of you. And so sometimes when their filters are blown, Christine, we can pick up other energy that's around us. And when it feels bad, it's just that that it's eliciting fear in us. It's eliciting a fear because we don't know what it is. So that's what I'm doing. I'm connecting to you now. And I'm looking to see you do. I'll tell you the the uh, chakra that has the filter missing is on the top of your head, your seventh chakra, which is connected to the divine. And so I'm putting the filter back on. The filter looks like a, a contact lens and it has little tiny holes in it. It reminds me of a manhole cover or a sewer lid cover that you'd see in in a big city in the east a lot of the time when it's cold or in Chicago. And you can see the steam coming out of the sewer lid cover in the wintertime. And uh, so that's, yeah, yeah. So good job figuring that out. But yeah, there there are no such things as dark entities or evil spirits. They don't exist. They're just things that have been perpetrated by uh, cultures and religions and societies and civilizations over the years just to control the masses. And, you know, what's the most common control factor is fear. Look at what we're in the middle of right now, a global pandemic, and what's ruling everybody is fear. So so hopefully that'll help. And hopefully you won't you won't be as uh, noticing. You won't notice these different uh, energies that are around you as much. Okay. Hope that helps. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. Okay, let's go to Kate next. Hi, Kate. Hi, Kate. Okay, well, I guess not. Okay, let's see who's next. Uh, let's go to Miss Patty. Hi, Patty. Hello, Julie. How are you? I hope you're doing well and staying safe. I am, yes. Thank you. I'm I'm behaving. 
haven't been arrested or anything. So, you know, I've been taking care of that man of mine who who got his second knee in four months a couple of weeks ago, and he's doing great. I told him, I said, I'm really glad you're not a caterpillar and have 15 more knees to go. I'm glad you're out of knees. He laughed. Well, I'm happy. I When I read that, I did pray for your husband that, that the surgery goes well and that he recovers quickly. My loving, well, my my healing energy went out to him. Thank you. It worked. It worked. You got to tell tell everybody where you're calling from, please. I'm calling from Queens, New York. Queens, and you got a question for me? Yes. Um, I see that you saw my email about the COVID. Send your send your angelic healing to COVID. And I think it is working because just over the weekend, the, a scientist believes that we will have herd immunity by April. And you said something to me last year at the same time when this whole pandemic started. You feel that uh, people will have herd immunity before we have the vaccine. That's what you felt that we, by, by I think a few months or by next year, we sh- which means now, that mm-hmm. people will have herd immunity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You did say yeah. that. And lo and yeah. behold. Well, there you go. I must have ESPN or something. You just never know. How about that? Well, Patty, I'm going to hold you over. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll pick you up on the other side. Stay with us, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. go back to Miss Patty, Queen Patty from Queens. Patty girl, you still with us? Yes, I am. All right. So you were talking about the the herd immunity. Did you have a question about that or about something else? No, something else. But I just wanted to let you know about, you know, that we were talked about that last year and you believe that people are going to have herd immunity. Right? Yeah. And you're, because a lot of people are getting it. And people who are recovering, it doesn't seem to be getting reinfected. Right. 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 Um, right. Okay. So, and they also said that um, they believe that it was 70, 76% drop in COVID cases, hospitalizations in, in six weeks, a 76% mm-hmm. drop. And they're contributing mm-hmm. to herd immunity. That's what the scientist says. And I, I tend to believe, and hopefully we will have herd immunity by, by the end of April, which is my birthday. So the well, question I'm that would be is, a great birthday present. <laughs> yes, that would be a great birthday present. So Okay, what's your question? So I'm, going, I'm going to the eye doctor in a week. Um, I haven't been to eye doctor in three years. I don't see anything uh-huh. changes my eye, I, but I was told that I have dry eyes. And my left eye is yeah. bothering me. But what I noticed last year that I have like a black floater in my right. Uh, but uh-huh. I don't see it all the time. I see it every so often. So it's like just when the pandemic started, I was going to go to see the eye doctor. Um, mm-hmm. I just want to know if uh, you could send healing energy. So when I go to the doctor next week, he'll see that it, and there's nothing really wrong except I have dry eyes. That's yeah. what I'm hoping. That's all. Well, we want that to be the case all the time, not just when you're heading to yeah. the eye doctor, for heaven's sakes. All right, let me hook into right. you. Here we go. Comes my laser beam head north. And got you shooting up. Okay. Uh, I'm in your left eye right now, Patty. What I'm doing is I'm clearing out your tear duct in your left eye. Have you ever unfolded a, a, uh, paperclip? 
<laughs> before yes. where you just, you know, you unwind a paperclip. That's what it looks like. And there's this little device that goes in your tear duct and it just kind of, have, have you ever had a, a little container of super glue and you unfold a paperclip yes. and you stick the end of it in there just to kind of open up the nozzle? That's what I just watched happen in your left eye. Uh, so hopefully that'll help. Yeah, your your tear duct was clogged on the left side, so we just cleared it up. Uh, we just opened it up on the left side. All right, let me see what's going on with the right side. I can see the floater. Uh, yeah, it's kind of at the top of your eye and comes down, but it's up high. All right, so what I did, it just looks like a little spot, so I just zapped mm -hmm. on it with a little little laser pen thing. So hopefully that will help. Good luck with the eye doctor. And, I didn't uh, know that my tears are uh, tears are, but I do cry every so often. But I that's that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully that'll help, and hopefully it'll help yeah. whether you're going to the eye doctor or not. Well, I so, have noticed thanks like for calling. My left eye and my left eye. I've noticed pressure in my left eye, so I I feel that there's there something was in my eye. That was it. You were right. Right. Thanks for calling. Great to talk right. to you as you always. Too. Take care. Bye, -bye. Bye Hattie. Take care. Bye. Let's go to Mel next. Hi, Mel. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for taking my call. You are so welcome. Please tell everybody where you're located. Okay. I am from Colfax, California, which is about... 45 miles east of Sacramento, um, the capital. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, beautiful up here in the foothills, the woods and the trees. It's gorgeous. Finally, we get some Wonderful. sun. Wonderful. So, I was so excited to wear my sunglasses. <laughs> oh, good. Well, good. You got a quick question for me? I do, my dear. Um, so, my brother, my deceased brother, passed away um, in 1987. He was 32. Mm -hmm. And what was his name? Um, his name is Michael. He went by Mike. And okay. I haven't heard from him in a while. Um, he, he unfortunately he abused his body. So, um, you know, drugs, alcohol, whatever, whole gamut. And so. Um, I was just wondering how he is, and was he with me skiing on Tuesday? Because I was just informed that I ski and look just like my brother, so, which is a big compliment because my brother was an amazing skier. He used to ski at Heavenly up in Tahoe, and I was just mm -hmm. there, and I kept thinking about him. So I thought, you know, I want to see what he's doing. So yes, he is. He is standing to your right at the moment. You know, as soon as we think of them, they come in their spirits because every spirit has their own frequency and our heads are like big satellite dishes. And all we have to do is think of them and they come right in. So, yeah, he's there. Uh, he's in heaven. So it doesn't get any better than that. He said that he was with you skiing and you were acting like a daredevil, his words at times. <laughs> were you acting like a daredevil? Totally. <laughs> You're getting busted, oh girl. <laughs> You're getting busted. I skied heavenly when I was in my 20s, late 20s, and I thought, oh, my God, I'm going to kill myself. This is craziness. And uh, But beautiful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so awesome. Yes. Um, is, he, is he happy? What is he doing? What is he doing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. 
he's he's with you. He's around other loved ones. Um, did he smoke cigars when he was alive? Uh, no, no. He all right. He's smoking cigars. He says he can smoke as many cigars as he wants, and it doesn't matter. I don't know. I don't know what that's all about, but that's what he's telling me. He smoked. He smoked pot. He was a. He was a. Yeah, that's. I've never seen him smoke a cigar, but that wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> well, maybe maybe it's pot rolled into a cigar in heaven, but he's smoking. No, I see him. I see him. I see him with a big stogie. Oh gosh, that's so cool, and he's happy yeah. and everything. And oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Right Everybody on. is. When, when when we go into non-physical, you know that movie, all dogs go to heaven, all people go to heaven too. So it's what what's interesting is that when I, what I hear from spirit all the time is they think of something and it immediately manifests, it immediately materializes, and so they not that heaven's boring, but that's why they incarnate. That's why we incarnate because we want to go through manifesting things over time and they think that's fun in human form so all right daredevil girl thanks for calling in so much all righty take care bye mel we'll be right back everybody we'll get some more callers on so stay with us Welcome back. Let's go to the phones. And our next caller is Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Julie. Thank you so How are much you? for taking my call. You're welcome. How you doing? I'm excited. Well, I'm excited good. I am, I'm too. <laughs> Where are you located? Um, I'm in Northern Virginia. And okay. uh, the reason I'm calling is because I'm turning 44 this year. And I just wanted to know if there's still a chance that I could have a baby biologically. All right. Well, let me get you on my radar and let's see. Uh, have you heard me talk about baby's energies that attach to the mom's energy field before they're conceived? Yes. Okay. For those of you that haven't heard me talk about this, they look like little orbs that you'd see in a photograph. A lot of times a family photograph will have orbs in it and we'll think, we'll think Lisa, oh, there was a speck of dust or something. No, that's not dust. Those are spirits that are there and they're over your right shoulder. You not only have one orb, you have two over your right shoulder, but really? they're not twins. They're spaced out. Yeah. And it reminds me of when you drive by an airport at night, Lisa, and the the landing lights are on the plane and they've got them stacked up in the distance waiting for permission to from air traffic control to land. You have two. One's pretty close oh. in. Have you have you frozen your eggs? Are you are you no, trying? I have what's not. what's I, going on? Okay. I have thought about it, but I have not done it before. No. Okay. All right. I was on a summit recently called To Freeze or Not to Freeze. So if you Google that, To Freeze or I Not to that. Freeze, yeah, yeah. Dia That's Draper Dia, is her name is Dia. Yeah, Dia. Mm-hmm. She's fabulous. Yes. So when you say it's close, do you mean that having the child is close, or are you saying that something? Like you said, freezing your eggs or doing something in that process is close. 
Well, baby's energy is attached to the mom's energy field before they're conceived, and they can be there for years. It doesn't mean they're going to be born, but it means there's a good chance that they're going to be born. And you have two baby's energy energies attached to your energy field right now. So that means there's a really good chance you're going to have them. Are you are you doing anything to help yourself get pregnant? Um, yes. <laughs> okay. But, I mean, without uh, going into graphic yeah, detail. Mean, yeah. <laughs> this is a family show. This, I, <laughs> I have a question, though. Did did this, um, did these souls or one of these souls, did they try to come through before? No. No, these okay. are, these are spirits that haven't incarnated with you, at least. Uh, okay. but, but the, the interesting thing is, it's, Babies that can be birth babies and they can be adopted babies too. I'll see adopted babies energy attached to the adopted mother's energy field. So it's not just birth babies. And the first time I saw that, Lisa, I was at a party several years ago and a friend introduced me to a friend of hers and she wasn't feeling well. So she asked me to scan her and I did. And she had baby's energy on either side of her shoulders. And I said, are you pregnant with twins? She didn't look pregnant. I said, are you pregnant with twins or are you wanting to be pregnant with twins? What's up with the twins? And she burst into tears. And I thought, oh, Lord, have mercy. I've offended this woman. And she said, no, no, it was a Saturday night. She said, we're flying to Guatemala on Wednesday because we're adopting twins and they're going to be born by C-section down there on Friday. And we want to be there for the birth. And I thought, aha, that was the first time I'd seen adopted baby's energy attached to the adopted mother's energy field. So yeah, you have two babies there. Um, Are they biological? Can you tell the difference or you're not able to tell? I I get that. Yes, I'm getting a yes on those. Yes. Huh. So So there is hope. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Do you want me to check your check your girly parts real fast and see how they look? Okay. I would love you to. Don't you don't you love that description? Let me check your girly parts. (laughs) Okay. All right. Internal girly parts for those of you that are wondering. Okay. I'm checking your eggs. I'm in, I'm connected to you energetically. I'm on, I'm in your left. I'm looking at you from behind. And then your pelvic cavity, looking at your ovaries and stuff from behind. Left ovary, you got eggs. Eggs, eggs in the ovaries look like caviar to me. The blonde caviar, you know, there's like clumps of eggs. And then, you know, you know how my descriptions are hilarious at times, but you know what I'm talking about. And then you've got more eggs in your left ovary than you do in your right, but you still have eggs in your right ovary too. Let me, I'm running your fallopian tubes, just making sure they're open. Running fallopian tube on the right, fallopian tube on the left, coming in. Have you done the IVF, Lisa? I No, I haven't. All right. Okay. So, um, I'm getting, yes, it's possible for you to get pregnant. So get busy, girl. Practice, practice, practice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. Really Let us know. You. Let us Thanks. know. Send us pictures. I will. You know, okay, we'll post them. All righty. Thank Thanks so for much, calling. Really. Bye, Lisa. Bye-bye. Let's go to Martina next. Hi, Martina. Uh, hi, Julie. I'm so excited to talk to you again. Thank you. I'm excited Hello. to talk with you as well. How are you doing? 
I'm good. You helped me tremendously in the past, but this time I have, um, I was hoping you can scan my mom, Helena, who lives in Slovakia. Yeah. I'm calling from Mount yeah. Vernon, New York. Yes. What's going on with your mom? Well, um, since I remember she's been always complaining about the pain in her legs, like in her bones, mm-hmm. she would call it like my legs are breaking. And now it got so hmm. bad that she cannot even fall asleep. So oh. I'm not sure w- what it can be. Does she have, is it her knees, Martina, or is it it's her, like, I, just I her legs? It's like, it's like everywhere, like in her bones, okay. I would, I would say. You know, okay. in the family, they have like hereditary bunions going on. And also mm-hmm. in her last blood work, first time showed up like elevated levels of a uric acid. So maybe mm-hmm. there's something connected to it. Mm-hmm. All right. So I've connected to you in New York. I'm connecting to your mom. I'm asking her permission if I can scan her. I'm talking to your daughter, Martina. She's saying, yes, it's fine. Good job setting that up. I don't know if you did, but she's letting me yes, scan her. Good job. The, um, her left knee looks really inflamed to me, like she needs a new knee, a new joint. Uh, mm-hmm. Does she complain about her knee hurting? Left knee is like really inflamed. Way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right knee is inflamed as well, but left knee is really inflamed. So what I'm doing is I'm calming that down. Inflammation. Martina looks like red fog on body parts. And then I use anti-inflammatory energy, which is a royal blue color, to get it calmed down so I can see underneath it. She's bone on bone on her left knee. Um, so is that a possibility for her to get a new knee? To have surgery? I'm going to tell her to, look, you know, look into it and to see specialists. Like, I don't, she never yeah. went, you know, like, yeah. they told her it's a rheumatism, which she's probably having, but they never dig deep. Rheumatiz- rheumatism, like arthritis rheumatism? Absolutely. Something like, yes. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, absolutely. But she's bone on bone on her left knee. And my husband just got two okay. new knees and, and he has no pain. Martina, the man, it was so bad before he had his second knee done. It was just pitiful to watch him. He was in so much pain. And now he has no pain and he's walking like a champ. So I am so impressed with, uh, you know, what they can do with these joints. And I've been in that industry. I was in that industry for over 30 years with total joints. That's what my medical device, surgical device inventions are for total joints and other orthopedic products. So... But boy, Tim got out of surgery. They had him walk up walking within two hours of him getting That's back amazing. to his, his, almost at his hotel room, his hospital room. And uh, he was walking the halls the next morning. It was incredible. So yeah, I think she needs some new knees, especially on the left side. Okay. So hopefully that'll help. To go see specialists. Perfect. Thank you okay. so much, Julie. You're, You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Take care. Bye bye. Okay, let's go to Joan next. Let me find Joan here. Hi, Joan. Hi, Julie. Hi, Joan. How are you? Hi. Well, I've been very irritable, but I feel better since I've been listening to the show. So I guess I'm picking up some air, high vibe, which is good. Well, say that again. What'd you say? What's that? I, 
Oh, I said I've been very irritable, but I'm feeling better since I've been listening to the show. So I <laughs> guess I'm picking up some of your high vibe, which is good because I really need it. You are. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Wait, you know, it's funny, Joan, because people tell me that all the time. They can say, I'm just in this like crappy mood. And I turn your show on and I don't even really pay attention to what's being said, but it just makes me feel better. And I say that's because my my energy is so cranked up because I'm, you know, bouncing all over the place, scanning people. So please tell everybody where you're located. Uh, San Luis Obispo, California. Yes, beautiful. Well, you got a question yeah. for me? Yeah. Um, well, I've been having a lot of uh, pain, uh, joint pain, but especially in my calves. Okay. The left calf especially is really tight. Okay. All right, we're going to need to take a quick break, Joan. So I'll scan you on the break, and then when we come back, I'll tell you what I come up with. So stay with us, everybody. We'll be right back, and we'll see what I get for Joan in San Luis Obispo. Welcome back. We were talking with Joan from San Luis Obispo, California, right before the break. And Joan, what I did during the break is I, I checked on your left, the energy went to your left leg. And is that the leg that's hurting the most for you? Yeah, definitely. The left, the left okay. is the worst. Yeah. Yeah. So what I did was I cleaned out your joint, your knee. You have arthritis in it. Arthritis, when I see it in a joint, it looks like corrosion that you'd find on a battery in a car or if you have a pipe that has a little bit of a leak in it, maybe just a little pinhole leak and it gets that white crusty stuff on it. That's what arthritis looks like to me. And I've been in a bazillion surgeries and seen joints scoped. And that's what it looks like on the uh, monitors in the operating room even. So I cleaned that out. I injected some stem cell energy into the joint, just like Martina's mom, Helena. I think it makes sense for you to go see an orthopedist because what's happening, I think what the, the calf pain is from is because your knee's unstable. So the calf's being pulled, trying to keep it in line. If that makes sense, it's, it's being tweaked because of your joint being unstable. Does that make sense? Yeah. The thing that surprises me though is I, you know, I had an injury to my right knee years ago, not my left, but I mean, Mm -hmm. maybe it's in both knees. I'm guessing it's in both knees, but I'm also having like pain in all my joints now. Yeah. Which I guess that sometimes I don't even. I think it was the weather that triggered that recently. I'm not even sure. But, the um, best thing you can do for that to help is is modify your diet. If God made it, eat it. If man made it in a factory, do your best to avoid it. Anything that's refined, do your best to stay away from it because it causes inflammation. And you're, I believe it will help you feel better in the short run. And then I think it makes sense for you to go see an orthopedist about that left knee. Okay. Yeah, I am so going I hope to... That helps. Um, I am going to be changing my nutrition. I just talked to somebody about that yesterday. So yeah, um, so yeah. I, I mean, are you thinking like I need a knee replacement or? 
I I think it's worth going to check it out. I I have a totally different opinion about this after watching Tim go through two of them in four months, because the doctors have throughout the years they've always said, well, just you just want to wait until you can't stand it anymore. Well, I don't agree with that anymore. After watching how smoothly he's gone through this, I think it's nuts to make people suffer when he's he's home. The day after surgery and within a couple of days, he has no pain in his knee that's been excruciating for 10 years. So I I really have a different opinion on that now. I think go, and if the surgeon says, no, you got to wait till you're worse, go get a second opinion. Go find somebody else that's willing to do it if you need it because it's just not worth being in that kind of pain. It's crazy. So I hope that helps. All righty. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Take care. Bye. All right, let's go to Suzanne next. Hi, Suzanne. Hi, Suzanne. Hi. How are you? Hi, I'm good. I didn't know I'd be on. <laughs> I would be on. I was listening. I was hoping I'd be on. I've been calling um, for a few weeks now. <laughs> I'm so there happy to talk to you. Well, thanks. I'm happy to talk to you, too. Where are you located? I'm in uh, Roseville, California. This is like a California show tonight. California and New York. Got all these New Yorkers and Californias from sea to shining sea. Oh, I bet every Thursday's a different mix. <laughs> yeah, so that's so, why it's so um, fun because it's all we just never know who's going to call and what the questions are going to be. You got a quick question for I know, me? That's the fun of it. Yes. Um, okay, I am very, very concerned about my daughter. Her name is Christina. Okay. And she What is her name? Christina with a C H R. I don't know if that matters. Okay. Yeah. What's going on? Okay, um she, she sort of dropped out of life. Okay. Um She's an, uh, she how old is how old is she? She's um thirty five. Yeah, I couldn't even remember. My God. Okay, she's only thirty five. Okay. And What's going on a, with her? Um, physician's assistant. Yeah. Nurse yeah. practitioner. I'm sorry. Yeah. And she um. She completely changed after having um after having a baby. Mm-hmm. So um she got this these uh, issues with anxiety, and I think mm-hmm. she's always had them, but she mm-hmm. was able to um cope with it and and work with it. Mm-hmm. And she was very bold and aggressive and very um determined to do the things that she's done to get where she's at. And Mm -hmm. after having her son, he's 16 months old now, but she's just anxiety is, has become so overwhelming Mm -hmm. and the panic attacks that she, she can't even work. Okay. So she's out. So she's, she's got postpartum depression obviously. And what you want to do is get her to uh, 
a couple of things. I would get her to a functional medicine doctor, preferably a GYN, who does okay. bioidentical hormones. Her hormones are out of whack. And so call a compounding pharmacy in your area, Suzanne. Yeah. Do a do a yeah. search online, put your zip code in and write compounding type in compounding pharmacy and then call them and find out who's prescribing through them who's a GYN. You need somebody that knows female anatomy oh. to do to do this. All right, number one. If you can't find anybody, certainly there are gonna be people in the East Bay and there are gonna be people in, in San this the San Francisco area. There's lots of them. So see what you can. Get her to see somebody. Her hormones are out of whack. It's pretty easy to fix once they get it going. It's just, it's not just, I mean, it's severe, obviously, but it's, it's, her hormones are, are not right. So, uh, get her on, she's on disability. Get her on some bioidentical hormones. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Find her a doctor that will get her some bioidentical hormones, and she will come back in a flash. You'll see. Thanks for listening, everybody. That's the end of the show. Sending you lots of love from Sweet Home Alabama. Ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. Put your rating in. Leave a review. You may win a free session next week. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.